Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Yes, sir. Now, um, I want to shout out to everybody in the Carolinas. I was in the Carolinas all weekend long. Saturday, I was out in South Carolina, Columbia. Home, the crib, 803 was happening. We did a seminar on uh, real estate. So we did one in South Carolina. Shout out to Cody and Alinda who put that together. Uh, it was me, uh, my partner, Flippin' and Jay Caesar, and Eric Thomas. And we just spoke to people about real estate, how to get started, how to get invested. We did that on Saturday in South Carolina, and then we drove to... North Carolina and did the same thing in Charlotte. Had a great time talking to everybody. Hours and hours and hours of just talking to people about real estate, how to get into it, about fixing their credit, financial literacy. We do these seminars, uh, I, I say about once a month in different markets. Next month we're in L.A. and in September we're in Atlantic City. So it was so many. It was so much knowledge. Charlotte and South Carolina has so many great deals and it's a growing city as far as real estate and people are moving in and it's such a great market. So it, it was just a, it was it was a, a wonderful. I didn't say amazing. A, a wonderful time talking to my people out in the Carolinas. Had a I great saw time. a lot of people were in your comments about what Michael Blackson had to say about Caesar. Yeah, and, and shout out to Caesar because he has a tough skin. He hasn't mentioned it to me one time. You know, like, you know, when, when you know, it is an elephant in the room. Well, I don't want to say that. Wow. But, oh, you my God. An yeah. no, I did not. Drop one of Clues Bombs, man. Why? What's wrong with you? Maybe no, doubling down on what Michael in the Blackson room, said. But I, I didn't, not that at all. But you what I was saying. You should have the conversation with him, though, because the, 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 the truth of the matter is. He lost weight. He's been losing weight. The truth of the matter is. He's 70 pounds. That's good. You should keep encouraging that, because the truth of the matter is, like, you know, health is wealth. It you is. You know what I mean? Mental and physical. So y'all can be out there selling all the houses y'all want, but you ain't creating generational wealth if you're not as healthy as you possibly can be. But you know, when, when it comes to losing weight and eating healthy, that has to be on your time. You just can't tell somebody or force somebody when to do yeah, it. Yeah, everybody's to, journey is different. They hey. have to understand and it. And he has been losing weight. If you don't, the doctor will. The doctor will tell you straight up, hey, bro, if you don't get, get this off you, you're going to die. Yeah, All right. right. He's doing so, pretty good. He's down 70 pounds. He's eating good. healthy. Well, shout out to Caesar. He does look like he's losing weight, so what, good for him. What did Michael Blackman say about him, though? He, he, was, he, he was laughing. Oh, that was you during the interview. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't as bad as Donnell with the big pun stuff, though. Well, it came from a different place with, with Donnell. <laughs> what you mean? There's yeah, two what's comedians. the place it came from? There's two comedians. Michael Blackson said he has two stomachs, fat. one for vegetables and one for meat. At least, he's eating, that was at least he's eating vegetables. The same place? So what I would do is I would just go get the stomach that for the meat removed. And just, so just <laughs> it keep came the from two different coming. places. Donnell was more funny, laughing, cheery. I Michael Blackson wanted to stab. He attacked. No, it yes, it was. <laughs> Donnell was more. Was both he jokes. called him Big Pun. Michael Blackson was just eat fat. So it was. It was. It was Big it was Pun different. died because he was so big, Envy. Shut up. All right. It's a different place. First of all, salute to everybody in Montreal. I was in Montreal this weekend. Uh, my man, my man Terry Linder, uh, influenced or was there having a great conversation about mental health on Saturday. So salute to Montreal. They uh, put me on to, you know, Montreal has a lot of French, mm -hmm. black people. Mm -hmm. So they put me on to uh, uh, another Charlemagne. 
who was a Haitian general mm -hmm. that I had never heard of. And I love learning new things. You know what I'm saying? The Charlemagne that I always reference is the Roman emperor, but they put me onto a Haitian general who actually um, got killed for rebelling against U.S. soldiers. Mm. So, yes, salute to Montreal. I had a great time this week. And you had no problem getting in. I see DC Young Fly. What was the TRP that he needed or whatever he needed? Did you I, need any of that? I have no idea. Only thing they do at Montreal, they ask you a whole bunch of questions. They do. They want to know who you coming to see. How long you how you going? long to know? How you long you knowing them? How you Where did you there? meet them? I'm like, I stay? don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, they say for me. I be in and out, so I didn't even stay the night. So they they definitely was uh, on Extra me a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Well, I got to stay in New York this weekend, which is a rarity for me. And you did your run ye? I did my run with you. They were asking for a UMV. If I was, they were in the like, Emmy said he was gonna come. Where is he? If I was, I was gonna come. I wasn't gonna probably run the whole thing. But I would have tried. Yes, you would have. But it was a, a great turnout. So there was a lot of people that showed up for Run With Ye. There was a few people that came for the first time. One woman actually had um, almost died previously. She was in the hospital. The doctors gave her... When you said almost died, I said she almost died no, with not the, there. the run? They had gave her two gracious. days to live, and now she's out running, and they told her she might never walk again. So this was her first time doing something like that. So I want to thank her for joining us. Nice. Um, as well. And then I went to go see a play called The Black Clown that's based on a Langston Hughes poem. Okay. That was great. So shout out to everybody uh, that was at Lincoln Center performing the Black Clown. Dope, dope, dope. And I would tell you, I ran into so many people that knew Charlemagne, of course, from South Carolina. That's home. But what I are you never knew. About? Charlemagne so he talks about all the bad stuff that he used to do. So I never know if it's a good intention. Like, yo, I know Charlemagne. I'm like, word. <laughs> Bro, Me that's too. home. That's, like, ah, home. that's my brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause I, never uh, I have my own day in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm born and raised in Moscone, South Carolina. That's home. Hey, you okay? did stuff for crackheads. I crack in Charlotte, North Carolina all the time. That was a small, small period of my life. Hey. Majority of my life in South Carolina was spent doing know. radio. I want to make sure all no right? crackheads is coming up to me. No. Like, hey, Charlotte, knock it off. I, just I did sure. radio in South Carolina from 2000, no, from 1998 to 2005. Like, come on, that's home in yeah. a real way. You never know. All right. Well, you know who's out there, too? Allen Iverson. Yes, he lives in Charlotte. He lives in Charlotte. I ran into AI out there, my yeah. favorite basketball player ever. So. He lives in Charlotte. Shout out to AI. First time I ever met AI was in Charlotte. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, good news or bad news? What do you want to hear first? Good news? All right. We'll talk about a 16-year-old who just earned $3 million. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with this sixteen-year-old. Uh, he won three million dollars in Fortnite. So he beat out everybody else at the esports competition. Wow. And yes, he took home the three million dollar grand prize for individual players. It's the largest ever payout for a single player in an esports. How old yeah, was I he? That. I saw that this weekend. How old was he? Sixteen. My son wanted to go to that bag. They had two of them. The guy, that guy, won three million. And then the day before, they had two people win one point five million dollars apiece because they had the uh, the duo, the duo competition. Yeah, the duo competition. Yeah, okay, now here's some unfortunate news. In Brooklyn, there was a shooting that left one person dead and 11 people injured. Now, they were at this uh, festival, I guess it was like a picnic that they do called the Old Timers Festival. Yeah, a food festival. Mm -hmm. In the playground, it was in Brownsville. There was local artists and musicians. They said it's been peaceful for decades, and they want to make sure that this event does not define Brownsville, but unfortunately, <laughs> one person was okay. dead and 11 people injured. Yeah, that's uh, so Bra sad. Brownsville reputation precedes itself. Are they well, shot into the crowd. They've been doing though. this though for you know for years, and, and no nothing's problems. ever happened before. So and they said there was heavy police around there, but those individuals still shot into a crowd, which is crazy. Yeah, and a woman had on a bulletproof bra or something. I heard right. Well, she the bra caught the bullet, so fortunately for her, she was spared because the bullet That's got crazy. lodged into her bra. That's crazy. What kind of thick ass bra was that? 
Um, yeah, it must have been the Underwire or something like that. Now, there was another shooting at another festival, and this was in Northern California. It was at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. This happened yesterday evening. Three people were killed, and at least 11 people were injured. Mm. So victims' uh, conditions range from fair to serious. Really uh, tragic, a six-year-old was killed. That was horrible, man. Yeah. And they said police officers did fatally shoot the assailant, but they're continuing to investigate whether or not he had an accomplice because they believe there was an accomplice who was involved. So they said police did secure the area. Within five minutes, one woman who was at the scene had this to say. After he stopped shooting, that's when I got up and I started to run into a truck. And as I started to run, he started back shooting. As he was shooting, he shot the lady that was running right next mm. to me. Um, we kind of hid behind an Enterprise truck. And behind that Enterprise truck was the lady, her daughter, and the sheriff. And the guy was still shooting. And when he stopped, the sheriff instructed me and one of my family members to jump over the fence. A run. Mm. The sad part about it, situations like this, there's nothing you can do about it. Like mm -hmm. we, we live in this world where every day we're just trying to avoid other people's pain, other people's hurt, other people's trauma. But it's almost impossible because when a person snaps and they're ready to redistribute that pain and do something like this, there's really nothing you can do about it. I feel sorry for 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 anybody that 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 lost somebody. That lost a child, man. Lost a, six -year -old. a child. Definitely on, condolences. Man. But you know, as a parent, you know. It's difficult for me because, you know, that's all they have right now is festivals when it comes to these this music. Now. Not too many, you know, tours going on. A lot of them is, is the big festivals, that especially that my kids want to go to. And it's like, not nah. E not even just festivals. Nah. Anything that has a whole bunch of people and everybody's outside. Yeah. Any any Anytime you got to send your kids somewhere where it's just a whole group of people, whether it's Summer camp, anything. Like, you just don't know what people yeah, are thinking. Yeah, like, nah, that's all right. We can't go to that one. If it ain't Summer on, camp, school. You can't stream it on title, nah. Concerts, festivals. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, mm. man. All right, well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad weekend. or hit that story and start my day with a goddamn panic attack. Or if you feel positive and you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? This your boy Al from Atlanta. What's going on, Andy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Charlotte, E, what's going on? What up, King? How you? I'm all right, man. I was calling because a couple weeks ago, y'all had a dude from Howard call up. And he said that he was uh, leaving Howard to go to another school, or a white school, to play football. Yep. And yep. I just want all our black athletes to, you know, stay at HBCUs because you don't have to go to a white school to make it to the league. The reigning uh, rookie defense of the year went to the best HBC in the world, South Carolina State University, man, at Orangeburg. So you black and you're an athlete, man, stay at the black school. You still can make it to the league. Hold on. You said he, he, he went to South Carolina State. What's his name? Darius Leonard for the Indianapolis Colts. Darius? Where, I didn't realize that he went to South Carolina State. Daniel wow. Leonard, man, the maniac went to South Carolina State. That's my mother. Three hundred College Street, Northeast, Orangeburg, South Carolina. Man. Yeah, that's my mother's alma mater. I'm actually, um, I'm doing something at South Carolina State in uh, October. Salute to um, Miss Nicole Brevard. But yeah, I'm doing something. I'll be there at homecoming, man. Pull yeah. up October 19th, Charlemagne. I think, homecoming, man. I, I think that's when I'm gonna be there because I'm, I'm doing US. I'm doing something for USC, USC's homecoming, University of South Carolina, and I'm doing something for South Carolina State's homecoming. Well, no disrespect to USC. We talking about South Carolina State. You hey, know, USC that, always get the pub. Right? That's my mama's alma mater, South Carolina State, and you, you, South University of South Carolina is my wife's alma mater. So you know. 
I got love for both of them. Yes, yeah. sir. Hey, and one more thing, man. What? When Meek Mill had dropped championships, Trav had called up talking about Rick Ross. Because he said the gay slur that rhymes with magic. Yes. But I was listening to Illuminati on um, Born Center the other day, and J. Cole said the, the magic word three times. But Trav want to call up there and talk about it. You know Trav will ignore that. All right, we will, we'll ask Trav about yeah, I'm sure that. Trav listening this morning. Hello, who's this? Hello, my name is Lloyd. I'm calling all the way from Switzerland. Hey, Lloyd from Switzerland. What's up? Get it off your chest. I'm happy that I came through because I listen to the podcast all the time on my way to work. And I'm on holiday now. I'm going to this Afrobeat Festival this weekend, so I'm blessed. What time is it in Switzerland? Uh, it's noon. Noon. Okay. Well, I appre- yeah. we appreciate yeah, you. you we appreciate man. you calling us and talking to us all the way from Switzerland. What you have for breakfast? Yeah, um, some fresh juice. Okay, I have some fresh juice right here. Yeah, I was waiting for you to tell me some, but I guess it's far. <laughs> yeah, all so right. it might cost a lot more to ship it than well, to actually buy it. Well, yeah, thank you, bro. Exactly. <laughs> thank you for listening. What that guy say Darius' last name was? Leonard, yes. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Will. What's up, William? What's going on? I just wanted to get off my chest, man. I wanted to apologize to my wife for uh, for stepping out on her. You know, the infidelity issues, man. I know black men don't cheat. And I am now part of the faithful black men who don't cheat community. Now, how long ago did you cheat, sir? <laughs> Yesterday. That was, uh, that was about a, almost a year Almost a year ago. Nope. You're not in part of the community yet, sir. Now, let me ask you a question. Nope. Uh, why are you apologizing now? Did she just find out? I'm apologizing. I actually been was trying to call y'all, and, you know, it's just... A I year. never knew what time I could call y'all. I'm in New Orleans. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're on the right path now, but you're not yet uh, approved to live in the faithful black male community, okay? <laughs> are you back in the crib? Uh, hey, look. One more thing. I want to uh, ask if y'all could get uh, Pastor Gino Jennings on the show. Uh, Google his name or YouTuber, man. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice brother, man. A nice pastor. I think y'all should have him on this show. Pastor Gino Jennings, G I N O. His last name is J E N N I N G S. Well, I'm gonna look that up, but I, I want you. I'm gonna look that up, and I want you to look up Pastor Jamal Bryant. He gave a nice sermon yesterday on why black men should not be cheating. Okay. Yeah. I Charlemagne. Just, and- just, just reiterating my point. Little black boy. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Neil, hey, the blind runner. Hey, Neil, you was running with you this weekend? Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, you, you made it through. You Thank was, you for coming. The blind runner said he was looking for me. You, you, you got he some jokes, He was looking man. for you. You got some jokes. He asked for you. He I, wanted me to call I you. three guys with me today. I mean, that day. You got three guys with you. What you was looking for me for then? To run with you, bro. And Angela. He wants to blindfold you and have you run also so you can see what that feels like. That's not going to be too fun. Yeah, but no, I yeah, saw him I saw him running. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to um, Patricia, Robbie, and Jim for guiding me yesterday. Yes. Okay. I'm going to guide you one day, bro. It was a fun run in the park, and you'll be at the next one, August 25th, right? Definitely, we'll, we'll be there for that one. And That's, hopefully, he'll be there, too. What's the day? The 25th is what day? Around, um, around the loop. That's a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. 
Damn, I'm doing my seminar in L.A. that day. Look at that. He keeps on um, passing us I had up. the seminar book beforehand, man. <laughs> I would have loved to come. And at the end, we had some drink fresh juice. Hey, oh, yo, Envy. Hello? It's, it's, it's Derek. I'd like to invite you to my car show up here so you can come kiss my chocolate ass while I pass gas. <laughs> you bastard. You hang up on me again. That's it. You hear me, butterscotch butt? Hey. Butterscotch butt. That's Big Chocolate, the toe sucker. Go ahead, Big Chocolate. (laughs) Nobody, nobody watched seen it. it. Nobody ah, seen I it, bro. I got over six. I got over six hundred views. Baby. Well, I'm not. We not one. Wasn't up. nobody up here? No. 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 Nope. Ah, Charlemagne, what's what's up with you, Ashy Lips? You don't, you don't support <laughs> nobody, but you want everybody to support you, right? No, I just don't support you. You don't do anything that interests me, sir. <laughs> it's a personal thing, man. Yeah, it's definitely personal. It's my. Well, what's you your YouTube page? You don't do anything that interests me. I'm ready to sign that contract with HBO with you, man. You ain't got no toe, no toe time on HBO? I definitely don't have no contract with HBO no more. What's your YouTube page? Uh, Yeah, you Google YouTube TV Big Chocolate the Toe Sucker. Hanging with Snoop Dogg. You didn't really what? hang with him. You just what? jumped on stage. You know what? Why are you talking to this guy? This guy is crazy, man. I'm going to look this up. This guy is crazy. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? This E from Asheville, North Carolina again. What's up, bro? You started your business this weekend? Man, I started me up. My business this weekend is hot, uh, the hot dog cart called Bunnit LLC. Bunnit like LLC. I like that. That's yeah. dope. Congratulations, sir. Hey, you should have came hey, man, out to the seminar, man. You would have had over a thousand people wanting some hot dogs, brother. Oh, yeah, man, that's what I'm waiting on, man. I got to get to this money, man. I ain't mad at you. Hey, man, I want to uh, thank y'all, man. You, Charlemagne, Angela Yee, uh, man, how you be a family guy, man. I really love that, man. And there's a lot of family men out here that look up to that, man. Keep going, keep doing that. Charlemagne, man, you just keep us in- inspired and everything. Angela Yee, I love you. You're beautiful and everything, baby. Um, I would like all y'all to take a look at Black Alachian. He, he hiked the Appalachian Trail and he biked the Underground Railroad. Black election, he got YouTube up, and he's just trying to uh, show, you know, black people that we can hike, and because if the world comes to an end, boy, we ain't going to know how to do nothing. So, you know, check them out. And you y'all ain't lying. Rapper too, okay. All right, bro. All Thank right. you, man. I say that all the time. If, if it's a, a nuclear bomb or something was to hit, like, what? how would people survive? People don't know how to fish. They don't know how to hunt. They don't know how to live off the land. Nothing. Gary, know what's up, Gary? I'm looking at Big Chuck at the Toe Suckers page right now with Snoop. Sheesh. I'm just looking. <laughs> Gary, get it off your chest. What's good with you, Envy? What's up with your brother? We from Houston? What's up, Charlemagne? What up, King? How you? Outstanding, my boy. It's Gary with Convicted Conversation. What's up, Yee? Hey. hey, Gary. What's good with you, man? I had a breakfast, a brunch with the badges not too long ago, man. It re- really, really well. Dr. Delvina even came out and spoke about mental illness. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to my boy Raj and um, Charles Green over at Trillium Group. They doing their thing over there. I appreciate what y'all doing. Okay. shout-out to my daughter, Liani in London, and my daughter Tati up at uh, Tallahassee TCC. But I appreciate y'all, my boy. Congratulations, sir. Thank you, sir. Just for for another day of life. didn't come out, though. It's kind of sad. A lot of parents didn't bring their kids out. I'm trying to get the, the kids, the parents, and the police to all talk. If they could meet right now before the child grows up and start getting into trouble and the police remember that face, remember that name, 
I'm thinking he'll be less inclined on shooting him or taking him to jail if they already have a relationship. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a conversation that's been going on for years. Like, you need people of the community policing the community. That's a fact. All right, but we appreciate right. the work you're doing, and keep it going and just be Absolutely. consistent. It's going to continue to grow. Thanks, G. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one, brother. All right, you too, bro. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. And listen, I do want to salute Dr. Jamal Bryant uh, of New Birth Church because he did do a whole hour sermon yesterday called Black Men Don't Cheat. It's on his YouTube page, and I haven't got a chance to watch it, but salute to him. All right. Hit us up right now. We got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Wendy Williams. Her biopic is definitely going down alongside Will Packer, and we'll tell you what she has to say about it. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Jermaine Dupri. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jermaine Dupree was talking to Atlanta Black Star, and he spoke about the comments that he made about strippers rapping. And now he feels like there should be its own genre, and he feels like it should be called uh, Strap. Check it out. I actually believe that these women that do this type of music should start calling it Strap. I think just like we have Trap, they should call it Strap. I mean, it's the stories of their life. Why is JD on this so heavy? Am I, I missing don't know. something? Are these larger interviews where he's talking about other things and they just taking sound bites from those larger? Well, clips? yeah, because he does have a documentary that he's working on, so I think he's doing press for that. But this keeps coming up. <laughs> I don't sure understand. People keep asking him about as it. As strapped as in what stripper rap? That's what he's trying to yeah. say. Yeah, but it's not just stripper rap. <laughs> like, yo, by the way, only one of these women that he's talking about was a stripper. Cardi was the only one making the style. He wasn't no scribble. None right. of the city girls were no scribblers. <laughs> like, stop. I don't know why he's <laughs> like, saying why, this. Why does he keep doing this? Envy was going to come up with a genre called Strap, but for a different reason. Shut up. Okay, okay. She was waiting for that joke. She was okay. waiting for She had to win. She I like, just came right. up with it right now. I just thought of it. You just thought of it. All right, now Megan Thee Stallion spoke on Jermaine Dupree's comments, and uh, she basically said in, in an interview that she did that, you know, female rappers are popping right now, and... Who is he? Basically, his opinion doesn't matter. So that's what she had to say about that. Yeah, I thought I saw people taking that out of context where they was like, what do you mean, who is he? It's Jermaine Dupree, and he sold all of these records, and he, like, we know Jermaine is an icon. I just think she meant, like... Like, who, who are you to say that? Who are you to say that? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about his opinion. Yeah. All right, now, um, let's talk about Wendy Williams, because she has her biopic coming. We told you about that already. It's going to be on Lifetime sometime next year. Well, there's more news. Will Packer will be producing with her. Okay. And it's called Just Wendy. And she's going to write the screenplay play with Lee Davenport. So all we know is it's going to be about sex, fat shaming, drugs, and date rape. That's what they're saying right now. That's the second time um, Wendy's done a biopic. She did a biopic back in the day that was starring Robin Givens. Never came out, though. Thank, what happened thank, to it? Thank God. It was bad? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Robin Givens was supposed to be Wendy Williams? Robin Givens was Wendy Williams. They actually shot the movie. It never came out? No. Oh. Absolutely hmm. not. Well, I don't see the... Okay. Well, yeah, did you see Charlemagne is in Us Weekly? What am I in Us Weekly for? Charlemagne the God is happy Wendy Williams finally got rid of that terrible husband of hers. They like three months late. <laughs> How long ago was that? I don't know. <laughs> that just came out? Yeah, it just came out. I guess... Uh, who doesn't know that about? Who doesn't know that? Yeah, I saw I Are we all happy? <laughs> they got your picture. You, you two's picture. What picture? Let me see which one they You were Wendy? Yeah. 
Not the one with you sitting on her lap, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> that picture's always so funny. Yeah, I love the one where he's sitting on her lap. Like, why are you old. sitting on her lap? Yeah, why were you sitting on her lap? I'm just curious. How did that even happen? Just curious. Would you like, sit here, let's take a picture? I don't remember those times. <laughs> like, that one right there, like, sit here, young boy. Like, how, how did you sit on her lap? I'm sure that's puppet. how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sit right a like different day, A different era back then. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> You're just randomly Jesus sitting on people's Christ. laps? That's just weird. Oh, my God. I always that picture always looks like she's Bill Cosby Go and see. you're a young Alicia Keys. Oh, and that's her own hero on Cosby show. You were doing the horse thing. It looks like she's moving head. her leg and you're just bouncing around like you don't know. Did she ever do the horse thing? What you think? She held I, really, you to, I really think she might have been doing that. Held you by the back of your shirt and, and jumped you around? Drop on the clues bombs from Wendy Williams, damn it. All right. Hopefully it's not a picture of you sitting on Kevin's lap. Never. <laughs> that's the All next right. one that's about to come out, right? All right, Mary J. Blige is going to be starring in the I'm power... I'm not his type. <laughs> Mary J. Blige will be starring in the power spinoff series, Power Book 2, Ghost. She said, this is probably the most exciting thing that's going to happen to me this year. I've been a fan of power since the very beginning, and I want to thank Courtney Kemp and 50 Cent for starting this conversation with me. So congratulations. She said, I've known so many Tashas. I've known so many ghosts. I've dated so many ghosts. I'm a huge fan for life, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. So the title of the prequel is Ghost? Yeah, Power Book 2. I wonder what that's Ghost. about. Ghost? I mean, it's clearly it's about ghosts, but I'm saying. I'm just guessing. <laughs> but I'm like, is it going to be young ghosts? It got to be, right? I don't have no idea. Hmm. I guess we'll until, find out. Until they tell us. Now, 50 also says that power keeps getting snubbed by the Emmys. And he says, I like to say it's racial. That's the easy way to get out of things. People who are running and connected to these ceremonies are not necessarily cool people. Courtney Kemp, who is the creator of power, also reacted and said, well, we'll never get one now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and his fiance Whitney Alford, are now uh, parents. They had a baby girl on Friday. They've been very secretive about things. Now, if you guys remember, when Kendrick Lamar was up here on The Breakfast Club, he did tell us that he was engaged. Last time you was up here, you said uh, you're real personal and you're real quiet and private with your relationship, and you said you had a bull. Yeah, yeah. And there was rumors that you guys got engaged. Yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, definitely. Congratulations, Appreciate man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to the soil. All right. I, I don't like when people say celebrities are being secretive. Like, it's not a secret. It's just none of our business. It's like, they don't have to tell us what's going on in their lives if they don't want to. Interesting backstory to that is uh, Top Dog specifically said, hey, don't ask him about the uh, engagement or anything like that. But unfortunately, he didn't tell I wasn't there. The I wasn't here when they asked me that. I wasn't there. Hey, I was in the bathroom. Are, are we mad at a person for not wanting nobody in their business? No. Not exactly. Not. Like, yo, he's there to do music. He does his music. He tells us what he wants us to know in his music, and he keeps it moving. And he's got the tea, baby. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know why we think we're so entitled to these people's lives in that way, but salute to Kendrick Lamar. Drop That's how it is. Well, congratulations to, to them, their little baby girl. Drop the goddamn bomb for Kendrick and his baby. John? Yeah, congrats to Kendrick. And his, and his, and his wife. And his fiance, Whitney. Absolutely. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news is next. What are we talking about? Let's talk about Baltimore. Find out why everybody is mad at, well, not everybody, but people are upset at Donald Trump, the things that he had to say about Baltimore. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Where we start with ye? Well, let's talk about Donald Trump and his attack on Baltimore. Now, he put Representative Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully, shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border, when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. His district is considered the worst in the USA, as proven last week. During a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run. Just very crowded. Cummings' district is a disgusting, rat and rodent-infested mess. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. Why is so much money sent to the Elijah Cummings district when it is considered the worst run and most dangerous anywhere in the United States? No human being would want to live there. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? Investigate this uh, corrupt mess immediately. Well, you know, certain parts of Baltimore are in bad shape, just like every inner city in America with a high black population is in bad shape. And it's not the people in Baltimore or these other cities' fault. It's because of the systemic racism, oppression, and marginalization that has always existed and affected people of color since day one that they are even in these conditions. It's that same systemic racism that Trump is always, that he's pushing every day of his, his presidency. It's the same systemic racism and oppression that he's using to keep those kids in cages. So, you know, let's let's not let him change the subject on that by talking about Baltimore. Now, Donald Trump also said, because people were saying this was a very racist statement by him, there is nothing racist in stating plainly what must, most people already know, that Elijah Cummings has done a terrible job for the people of his district and of Baltimore itself. Dems always play the race card when they are unable to win with facts. Shame. Well, the mayor responded. He said it's completely unacceptable for the political leader of of our country to denigrate a vibrant American city like Baltimore and to viciously attack U.S. Representative Elijah Cummings, a patriot and a hero. Yeah, I don't think that uh, what he said was necessarily uh, racist, but I do think that the things that Trump is doing and saying are part of a fascist agenda. And I think that's what everybody needs to focus on, that, that what we're in right now is fascism. Fascism is something that is going to impact all Americans, and that's what we are as a country right now. And if you don't know what fascism is, fascism is, you need to Google it. Now, the Baltimore Sun did an article. The title was, Better to Have a Few Rats Than to Be One. And they pointed out all the amazing things that Baltimore has to offer. Mm-hmm. Because, as Charlemagne stated earlier, of course, there are certain parts that aren't as nice as others, but... There's a lot of great things that happen in Baltimore also. Yeah, and I just don't... They have Johns Hopkins Hospital there. Mm -hmm. That's the nation's leading medical center. The U.S. Social Security Administration where they write the checks for everybody. Yeah, and I just don't like the The fact... The Inner Harbor. I don't like when people make a mess and then complain to other people that they need to clean it up. Like, all of these inner cities are bad because of systemic racism and oppression. And it's the same systemic racism and oppression that he's using to keep those kids in cages at the border. So let's not let him change the subject on that by talking about Baltimore because Donald Trump doesn't give a damn about those black kids in Baltimore and those in those inner cities are those black kids at the border, those black and brown kids at the border. So let's not change the subject, okay? We're talking about those camps right now, Mr. President. Okay, now uh, let's discuss a father, Juan Rodriguez. He had just worked an eight-hour shift at the hospital in New York. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this is really tragic. It's going to be hard for you guys to hear this, but he left his twins in the car. I heard this story. And the twins were discovered lifeless in the back seat. He has been charged with manslaughter. They shouldn't charge that man. He left his one-year-old twins in the back of his you car. They shouldn't? They shouldn't charge him. Why shouldn't they charge him? Because it was an accident. It was an honest mistake. He went How to do work. you leave your kids? You, you got you, five you kids, time, I got though. three. I he understand thought he that. dropped them off at he daycare. He thought he dropped them off at daycare. How? His mind was probably running. You hear this all the time. How? I need to know how. I suffer from parental paranoia. I micromanage my kids' situations. I'm always looking around. Where are they? What's going on? Isn't that, how do you leave your kids in a car? It was, how do you just forget that you dropped them off at daycare? Right. I don't understand how, but it was a mistake. And you got to think about it like this. He lost his two twins. He lost his twins. 
That's that's hard enough. I and then you're going to charge him with manslaughter. You got to fight more. that. I need to hear more. He went to work. Well, he, I'll tell you what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, I assumed I dropped him off at daycare before I went to work. I blanked out. My babies are dead. I killed my babies. Was he, he on also, drugs or something? Was no, he, not, he just drunk? came from a long day of work. A long day of work. He, 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 I guess he thought he dropped him off, which sometimes he did, he, dro- he, did he did drop his four-year-old at daycare that morning. Right. So he went to work, forgot his kids in the car. After finished his work shift, he came back to his car, realized that they were in the car and went crazy. He jumped out the car, screaming, called 911. He's, he's hurt. I don't like, know if he should be charged with manslaughter, charged but man he got to be charged no with some type of parental neglect or something. Because it was a mistake. It wasn't like he did this on purpose. No, he he, he this is his kids. Isn't there, and his isn't wife there a is, neglect his, charge, a parental neglect or something? What's the charge? Yeah, his wife is standing by him, and she's saying that he's an excellent father, and it was a tragic mistake. It was a tragic he mistake. he would never have done this he on purpose. He lost his kids. Oh, that's that's the worst punishment right there. Could you imagine that? Like, in that heart, and then they say charge you with manslaughter? You don't want to kill yourself. Like, I just lost my, my kids. I got to look at my wife and my other family and try to continue on with my life without my twins here? Listen, and I you agree, charge I, me with manslaughter I like agree, I did it on purpose? I agree with you wholeheartedly, nah. but uh, we all have responsibilities as parents. We all have to be held accountable. And this should, I don't know if he should be charged with manslaughter, but it got to be some type of parental neglect charge or something. Well, his wife said, I will never get over this loss, and I know he will never forgive himself for this mistake. This was a horrific accident, and I need him by my side to go through this together. They do have three other children, 16, 12, and 4. And I pray to God that I'm uh, never that tired. And he's also a disabled Iraq war veteran. Oh. That's what I'm saying. It's it got to be something else. Like it's it can't, it can't just he, he be. It purpose. can't just be that. Oh, I just left my kids. Like it got to be something else going on in his mind. Like he must have these spells where he blacks out or something. I don't know. It has to be. But he shouldn't be charged with manslaughter. But let's let's open up the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you just joined us, this man, he thought he dropped his twins off at, at daycare. He didn't. He he you know parked, went to work. Got back from work, and when he got and opened the door, he realized he didn't, and his kids were dead. His twins were dead. How old are they? Uh, one. One years old. Dead. One, one year. He jumped out the one year Two old. Two kids, man. Yeah, twins. Yeah. One twins. years old. Yes, he jumped out Bro, the people car. People lose their mind when they think they're forgetting their phone. Started screaming, going crazy. Called nine one one immediately. His kids were dead. They charged him with manslaughter. 800 right Do you think he should be charged with manslaughter? There's got to be more, bro. Like, he said it, he blinked out, and he didn't. But he, what thought, ca- he thought he dropped them off. Y'all don't think that's weird? Like, something had to cause him to blink out. It is. I mean, something something did happen. Or maybe he got so much going on, he just uh, thought he did. It's something he does every day. He also dropped the four-year-old off earlier that day, so maybe he just... You know, doing the same routine every day. It'd you be, thought you did something and you didn't do it. And we got kids. What's Correct. more, what's more top of the mind awareness than your kids? What are you thinking about every day more than your kids? For me, it's nothing. Now nah, you're right. <laughs> like, like absolutely nothing. But everybody said he's Jesus an amazing Christ. father. I'm sure he is. But man, there's got to be something more to this story. All right, we'll talk about it more when we come back. Don't move. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Do you think he should charge be, be charged with manslaughter? It's the breakfast club. Good morning. Pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Angela Yee was telling us about the story that happened in Harlem. Now, you want to uh, 
Give the people up- updates of what happened you. Well, Juan Rodriguez, he had um, been working. He had an eight-hour shift at a New York City hospital, got back to his car and found his one-year-old twins in the back of the car. They were dead. They had been in the car the whole eight hours that he was working his shift. He apparently forgot to drop them off at daycare. He thought he did before he went to work. Now, you said initially that he was just charging manslaughter, but he just, isn't just charging manslaughter. He's charging It's with- two counts of manslaughter and two counts of... Negligent homicide. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he should be charged with manslaughter. Negligent homicide, I can see. But I, but manslaughter, no. I don't think he should now, be you know charged what? with anything. They have a statistic, right? And they said that there has been 23 deaths of children left in heart cars so far this year. And they said in over 55% of these cases, the person responsible for the child's death unknowingly left them in the vehicle. Lord That's have mercy. according to a children's safety organization website. I don't think he should be charged. Kids it's like the, the pain is going to come from every day waking up knowing that the, those twins are not there. Looking at his wife, looking at his other kid, he shouldn't be charged. He didn't do that on purpose. It was one of those things that was an honest mistake. Maybe he slipped on his mind. Whatever would happen, but... His pain is not having those kids, man. He shouldn't be charged. We can't. We, no, charged. I, I don't agree with that. I, don't, I think that you know he should be charged with negligent homicide because the truth of the matter is, ne- ne- well, yeah, negligent murder. Because the truth of the matter is that was an act of negligence, and it's an extreme act of negligence that cost two one-year-old children their life. Now I'm a parent of three. I got a ten-month-old at the crib, a three-year-old, an eleven-year-old. You got. 22 envy. I got five kids. Kids, you know what I'm saying? For me, top of the mind awareness is my children. It is. Like, my children are is, are always on my mind. Like, I'm the parent that's in the car, like, make sure you got your seatbelt on. I want to know where my kids are at at all, all times. I, I, I'm, I'm in the house. I'm constantly walking around the house to make sure everybody's good, see where everybody's going. I hear bumps in the night. I'm jumping up to see what the hell's happening. I can't ever see myself leaving my kids in the car and just going to work for eight hours. That that's, is an extreme act of negligence. But he's already dropped them off, and his wife is even saying that they'll never get over this loss. She said, I know he will never forgive himself for this mistake. It was a horrific accident. I need him by my side to go through this I together. agree with Absolutely. all of that, and I, I'm sure he's a good father, but negligent homicide, homicide is the right charge. Nah, Not I, manslaughter. I, I don't think he should be charged. I think that pain he has to deal with every day is enough of a charge. He didn't do that on purpose. People make mistakes. He might he might have been overworked. He might have been tr- trying to support them family and overworked and really was just tired and wasn't thinking. Things happen. He, if he could do it over, of course he wouldn't. You can't charge that, man. Let's go to the phone. Let me ask you a question. What if, they, what if they weren't his kids? If they weren't, would you would you say he shouldn't be charged? It's still an accident, bro. Like, nah. It's st- it's still negligent homo- negligent homicide purpose, is the right man. charge, not, not manslaughter. Hello, who's this? This is Shonda. Hey, Shonda, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just want to say good morning, first of all, to Angela. Good morning. Uh, Envy, good morning to you. Good morning. And good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning. Now, what do you think? You think he should be charged with manslaughter? You know what? At first, I thought that before, way before this situation happened, until my friend, it happened to her uh, son, they were all on the fourth getting ready to have uh, her son-in-law son was getting married uh-huh. and they left their baby in the car and they were all sitting in the house and the little, her granddaughter said where's the baby at? And then they thought the baby was upstairs the baby was in the car but the baby didn't pass away so accidents do happen. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Accidents do happen. How old was the baby? The baby was one and a half. I don't. I really uh, just don't understand. You, I really don't see, it, especially a mother. I don't see. I can. I can see a father being maybe slightly absent-minded. I can't see a mother being that absent-minded. People man. are overworked, man, and, and they do so many different things. You just you just forget. You think maybe the dad did it. I don't know. Nikki, good morning. I'm, I'm sorry. My name is Angela. Oh, I'm sorry, hey, Angela. Angela. How could we get get that wrong? Uh, do you think that right. he should be charged with manslaughter? 
Absolutely not. I lost my daughter two and a half years ago, and there's nothing. You'll never be the same person. How'd you lose you'll her? Never be the same person. She had a car accident. She uh, was on her way to OSU. She was 15 minutes away. Yeah. I'm so sorry to I'm hear sorry that. I'm sorry to hear that. Absolutely. But I just, looking at his, I should be asleep right now, but I looked at the TV when I heard you guys saying that, and that man is clearly devastated. He's devastated, yeah. What about and negligence? You think he should be charged with the negligent homicide? They can charge him with with neg- negligence, but I'm sure mentally and emotionally, what he's charging himself with is not going to compare to that. No, I agree. That's what I. That's what I think. Thank I think. You. I think he should be charged with so negligence homicide. homicide. I don't think he should be charged with manslaughter. But the negligence part, yes. 800-585-1051. We're talking about this family in Harlem. Explain to them what happened with Fashi. Uh, he's been charged with manslaughter and negligent homicide after he accidentally left his one-year-old twins in the back of the car while he worked an eight-hour shift. When he came back to the car, they were dead. A whole eight hours, though? Because in his head, he dropped them off. So he's not thinking they're in the car. He's right. thinking he's that... He's doing a shift. He dropped off his four-year-old. The daycare don't call? And that's another thing. Now, now, I don't know about you, Charlamagne, but if my kids miss any school, they call that's my wife. That's what I'm saying. Cell, the daycare don't call. Like, they call like, the That's what I'm saying. They call everybody. The daycare don't call and be like, yo, the kid's not coming in the day. Like, nothing. Like, come on, man. Eight, eight whole hours. Nobody calls and says, where are these children? 800 should the father be charged with manslaughter? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this family out in Harlem. You want to give them an update of what happened, Yee? Yeah, really unfortunate, tragic, horrific situation. Juan Rodriguez just worked an eight-hour shift, gets back in his car, and realizes he never dropped his twins off at daycare. Crazy. So they were in the heat in the car for eight hours, and they had unfortunately died. That is crazy. Hello, who's this? Courtney. Courtney, we're asking, um, should this uh, man be charged with a manslaughter? I think he should, just because he dropped his four-year-old off at daycare, and then he left his one-year-old in the back seat. It's not like he had a three-row vehicle. He was driving a Tahoe. He was driving a small Honda Accord. So you can easily look in the back and see that your kids are still in the back seat. That's what I'm saying. And two one-year-olds? His mind could have been somewhere else, bro. bro. I don't know where your mind is at. Well, listen, by the way, that's Thank why you. they call it neglect. Because if your mind is somewhere else that far away, when you got two one-year-olds in the back seat, that's neglect. I'm not I'm not comparing the two, but you know how hard it is right now for somebody to, to have a job and have to pay for three kids and a family? It, it could be a, just that a lot That don't mean mind. you get to neglect them. No, you, you're right, <laughs> but it's an honest mistake. Like, I, uh, there's no pain you could give that man that's worth him losing his, his twins. No doubt. No. But It's Ruth, an accident that ended with his children dying. No doubt, but we have a um, loss, mm-hmm. okay? And even though our president is not following any of them, uh, everybody else has to, clearly. So that's it's neglect. I don't think you should be charged with manslaughter, but neglect. Hello, who's this? Paco Santino. Hey, what's up, bro? We're, at, we're asking, should that man be charged with manslaughter? To me... It should be a lesser sentence, but still, you know, he got the kids to look after, man. They they in his custody. He's supposed to have full attention on them. Yes. That's our responsibility. We don't get days off his parents. Sorry. No, we don't. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And also, I wanted to get something off my chest. South Carolina, stand up. Charlamagne the God, what's up? 803-843-864, we out here. What's happening? 803, what's good? We hey, out here. Hello, who's this? This is Maya. Good hey. morning. Hey, Maya, do you think uh, 
Juan Rodriguez should be charged for leaving his kids in the car? I think some other things need to be taken into consideration before they just charge him with manslaughter. I think it was an honest mistake. I mean, it was fatal and that really sucks, but parents make mistakes all the time. My mom forgot me and I'm still here. <laughs> oh, she God. forgot you in the car too? How'd she forget you? See, I was quiet. I was being too quiet sitting in the back seat for like once in my life, and she pulled up to work and turned around. She was like, I swore I dropped you off. Why didn't you say anything? And I was like, I was just figured I was coming to work with you. I don't know. Damn it, man. Well, I mean, thank it, God she turned around. Yeah, thank God she turned around. And people said, well, the one-year-old didn't make any noise. No, the one-year-old probably was sleeping. Yeah, they were probably both asleep. They probably were knocked out. He didn't make no noise. It was quiet. He, he, you know, he, he yeah, just... Like, just get in the car and fall asleep. Like, stuff happens. The parents have a lot on their mind. Like, I understand if you say your kids be your number one thing, but I mean, like, 24-7, 365. Yes. Twenty. So, sorry, a a a. As a parent, sorry. 24-7, 365 is how this thing works when it comes to being a parent. <laughs> there's no days off. There's no minutes off. That is there's true. no hours off. But none of that. But sometimes things slip your mind, man. And, and Not it, your and kids in the backseat. I mean, and I'm going to tell you something. That lady had a good point. It was a Honda Accord. It wasn't a, a, a truck that had th two, three rows. Now, I don't think the man should be charged with manslaughter, but he definitely should be charged with some type of criminal neglect. That's it. Not manslaughter, but some type of criminal neglect. Yeah, so that's the moral of the story? That's the moral of the story. Prayers up to that man, man and his family. So devastated. Yeah, he looked devastated. I don't think he should hey, be charged, man. So pray, sad. Pray, People look devastated all the time when they commit crimes and they make mistakes. Prayers up to that man and his family. He lost his children. I don't that's think so it's manslaughter, sad. but I definitely think it's some type of criminal neglect he should be charged. But I think we, we need to use stories like this, parents, to make sure we double-check and triple-check and quadruple-check on our kids to make sure. Because, I mean, that's how I am. If I hear a kid drown, I'm even more crazier at the pool. That, that makes your anxiety go if, crazy. If I hear a, about a break-in, I'm even more crazier with, with the alarm system. That's just how I am, and that's who we should be. Bro, we should use this kids. as, as I don't know. drive. When my kids are in the car, I don't drive fast, even though I'm not a fast driver Me anyway. Neither. You know what I'm saying? If I got something like low air pressure, I'm like, you know, let's drive the other car just in case, because I don't want a tire to blow out when my kids in the car. Like, I'm just different with my kids. I micromanage mine. It's our responsibility. Do we don't have days off, minutes off, hours off as a parent. We just don't. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Man, now this story really disturbed me. Kodak Black freestyling from prison. Yeah, what did he say this. that was extremely He's disturbing? Crazy. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ hey. MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to Eric Thomas, motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. I was not really up on him. I seen his stuff every once in a while, and I didn't really necessarily click it. But, <laughs> well, but I was, damn. No, I didn't. I just really didn't know. But then when I was out in South Carolina, when we were talking, you know, we, we did the real estate seminar out there, and we got a chance to talk to people about real estate in South Carolina. He came on after us. And, man, I thought I had a lot of jobs, and I thought I, I, I was just pushing myself. But after hearing him speak, it made me want to go even harder. And I thought oh. I'd go hard. Oh. Eric, Eric Thomas. Oh, I don't know who that is. A motivational speaker. He's really, okay. He does a great job. But he was speaking with uh, us out in uh, South Carolina, and I said... You know, at first, I ain't going to front. When I hear motivational speaker, I'd be thinking it's some BS. But after hearing him speak... Why? Well, anybody can be a motivational speaker because you can anybody be... Anybody can, can motivate you. Can, right. Exactly. You can motivate people with your story, with right. the experiences that you've been through. But his conversation and what he said and where he came from, it just put it just put a bigger battery in your back to really, really work harder. So shout to Eric Thomas. And shout again to everybody out in South Carolina, North Carolina. I had a great time over the weekend, man. Yeah, I was in, I was in Montreal this weekend uh, on Saturday. I was doing an event with Influence.org, my man Theory Lindor. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just, you know, you know what I like to talk about. I like to talk about mental health, you mm -hmm. know. So we had a nice um, discussion about mental health and, 
economic empowerment and all mm -hmm. that good stuff in Montreal. So salute to Montreal. They put me on to um, uh, an, another Charlemagne, not the Charlemagne who's the Roman emperor, but a Charlemagne who was a, a Haitian general. Why is the, the, the revolt camera guy just staring at, uh, staring in the corner? What's, what, what's wrong with you? You all right? It's not on revolt. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's not on revolt. It's just in the corner. I'm like, what's it going on? It should be on revolt. It should be on revolt. He's uh, reading stickers. Good. So you say Charlemagne? <laughs> no, nah, they just put me onto a Haitian general uh, <laughs> named Charlemagne who mm -hmm. uh, helped um, fight off U.S. soldiers. Okay. In, in in Haiti, and then they killed him, shot him in his chest, and then they took his picture and circulated it all around to try to keep other. Haitians from rebelling. Okay. I believe. So you learned that story this weekend? Learned that this weekend, Still. man. That's why I like, you know, traveling different places and meeting new people because they put you onto new things. Okay. Yes. Right. Well, yeah, we got uh, rumors on the way. Well, let's talk about Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. They were on Instagram Live together over the weekend and people were going crazy. Mm -hmm. So we have some of their conversation. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. to be with you. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Make this time. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this was nice. An Instagram live session with Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, Nicki Minaj was on her Instagram live, and she was going to pick a winner for her Megatron challenge. And Meg Thee Stallion requested to join her Instagram live, and it went very lovely. Here's how it all kicked off. Meg Thee Stallion was showing respect to Nicki Minaj. I still put people on Slumber Party and Freaky Girl to this day. Stop playing with her! Yes! Oh, okay. Stop playing with Nicki Minaj. I changed the motherfucking goal. Like she ain't that bitch. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. Don't ever question me. I already know the vibes. On another you know the vibes. Tell these people quit playing with us. Don't get me started. <laughs> Stop <laughs> playing with us. All right, now, Nicki Minaj told Meg Thee Stallion that she does appreciate her words and her support. I want to tell you that it means a lot to me, all the nice and all the sweet things that you've ever said. Like, it means the world to we me. We love you. I love you back. All right, in addition to that, she gave her some advice on her album. Don't overthink yourself, you know, like, because yeah. let me tell you something. All the times when I be working on albums, like, I be stressing myself the f out, and then when I when I just kind of let my hair down, so to speak, with stuff, like freestyles and stuff, that's what they love. And plus, we're we're schoolgirls in our brain, and, and we write, so automatically we treat it like work. And I find that when I treat it like fun and playtime, I get better results. I agree with that. If it feels like work, uh, then you probably start making records the label wants or what you think radio wants or mm -hmm. what you think your fans want instead of just doing what you feel like doing at the time. All right, now MTV is supposedly thinking about removing Michael Jackson's name from the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award this year. Why would they do they that? They said there's a lot of heated discussion at the network about how to handle it, and they said it is getting ugly, according to a source. There's talk about if they should change the name, get rid of it altogether, who would present it, who would accept it. So they're saying the whole thing has been a mess. I guess af after leaving Neverland, there's still some issues there. No, these they should not. Right, leaving Neverland was just somebody's, uh, somebody's side of the story. Somebody that, a couple people that lied before about their side of the story. So no. No, they can't do that to Mike Jack. Not at all. 
All right, now a woman is stepping forward. She's trying to say that she was Scotty Pippen's side piece. He had an affair with her about 26 years ago. I don't oh, count. And she goodness. wants to sue him now. She said her name is Chavette even, Valentine. She spent thousands of dollars traveling to see him. I don't even remember. And also on hotel expenses, gas, food, parking, all of that That's from 1987 to 1993. And he would always say he was going to pay her back. That's your dumb ass. Why right now? You spent all time, 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 You were dating Scottie Pippen 26 years 26 ago. 26 years ago. That was like, well, what, yeah, well, I, I'm terrible at math, but I feels like that was in the prime of the Bulls dynasty <laughs> yeah, era. Yeah, and you mean to tell me that you were the one paying for flights and all kind of other stuff? <laughs> Nobody believes this story. Huh? 93? They already had three-peated. Scotty had a sneaker at that time. Now, she Knock also off, said that... Y'all hear hoeing wrong and you mad at people. She what also said... Can I finish? She also said that Scotty Pippen lied to her about having a baby. She would see bottles of formula at his house, and he said the milk was for his sister. Girl, you was buying your own flights, ago. paying for your own rooms. And you sleeping with Scotty Pippen? One of the top 50 NBA players of all time? Fiction. Yeah, fiction yeah, Mike, Mike is, uh, I don't know what Mike you're doing over Charlemagne. You're so upset. He's so upset. He, he smacked his mic out. But 26 years ago, come on now. <laughs> Nobody fix my mic so I can finish this rant. <laughs> He's really 26 upset. 26 years ago? Like, what yeah. it made a... Now, she's only suing now. him for $9,999. Oh, Lord, who is this woman? <laughs> fix your mic, man. Your mic is still broke, man. the value of her vagina at all. Because it's the maximum that's allowed in small claims court. That's the reason why. That's the only amount but that she's But why now, 26 for. years later? Why right now? Like, what did she see that said I could get 9000 If you them? are supposedly think you're dating a very rich and famous NBA player and you are paying for your own flight. Scotty Pippen had four hotel rings. Rooms and he's telling you he's going to pay you back. Scotty or? Pippen had four rings by 96. <laughs> he had his own sneaker that was fire. I got to okay. see how she looks. Man, I don't know, but this just put the hot I gotta girls see down. I don't believe this points. story. <laughs> I just don't believe this story. Yeah, yeah, I gotta see how and she why looks. would you be telling this story now, Grandma? I don't know. How, you, how your grandkids looking at yeah, you? Yeah, because you got to be like 50, 50 60. Man, right? come on, man. Your granddaughter probably out here got freaking Anthony Davis spending all kind of money looking at you like you crazy. Like, what? You date one of the top 50 players of all time? <laughs> And you ain't got nothing to show well, for. The city a, boys are up one hundred dollars claim and <laughs> nothing at all. All right, now let's talk about Kodak Black. And this story disturbed oh me. We have to. When I heard this, I was on social media and I saw people going crazy over this Kodak Black <sighs> freestyle. I saw people saying, "Leave him in jail." And I was like, "What did he say in this freestyle?" And then I heard it and I was appalled. I got Gucci trap and all the yellow AVA swing, and I bought Young Miami arena. She bought an eight away, baby. When I see him hit that bitch on her stomach, the way I keep this too real, they say I'm f***ing up my money. Oh. Hell no. I don't. I, Does Kodak uh, know that uh, he's going to trial? no. You know how disgusting that is to even say something uh, like Kodak, that? Does Kodak know he's going to trial for rape in South Carolina? So if you're already going to trial for committing an act of violence against a woman, why would you do a rap about committing an act of violence against a woman? Why would you do that? You wouldn't even put that out there. So you bought her a ring, like, okay. Does jail... You shouldn't punch I, I a woman at all, but she's in jail. I was thinking, I would I'm think, punch in the stomach. That's what I'm saying. I would think what? when you're sitting in jail, you would have time to think and reflect and get your mind right. He's not and, thinking about the right thing. Focused, clearly not. That was not cool. And whoever decided to put that out, that was recording that over the phone, terrible idea. Why would you even think that, say that, put it out Goodness in the atmosphere? Gracious. Well, of course, Southside responded. Southside 808. That is Young Miami's boyfriend slash baby daddy, soon to be. And here's what he said. Hey, 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 somebody tell Kodak, suck a d How about that d out of jail first? Wow. Why would I leave jail to suck a d 
the perfect place to suck it. Ooh. <laughs> All right, and then like, in yeah, addition I to that, about the things we're saying to people. <laughs> Young Miami so. posted on her Instagram page, "Move Forever," and she posted herself in the club, and the lyrics match perfectly with her thoughts. <laughs> Don't care. All I hear is act up. Yeah, that's her song, obviously. But she posted that particular part. Don't give an F about it. Yeah, because those lyrics go with her thoughts. I will say, young Kodak, if that's what you're thinking about after having some time to think, then maybe you might need to just sit there for a little while longer and think some more. See, I got off T.I. ass when T.I. was when T.I. said he needed to have five minutes with Kodak. And y'all, everybody told T.I. to chill. I never heard T.I. say he need five minutes just with Kodak. Just when T.I. went out crazy at Kodak. But he ain't never said he wanted to fight him, maybe. Why you just put that whole beige mm-hmm. gossip all over it? He ain't say nothing about wanting to fight no damn Kodak. He wanted to have strong conversations with Kodak, okay? Is that what you want to call he it? Strong Kodak, conversation? He told Kodak he needed to correct what he said about Lauren London. And better chill said. out. This is about to be defamation if y'all keep playing. <laughs> defamation. Then Kodak went at his kids, and what did he say after that? I mean, Kodak went at T.I. kids. I don't remember all that. You don't, know, you don't remember that all that? I don't remember. You remember that. you called T.I. was like, T.I. chill? You don't remember all that? I don't remember. I, t- I told T.I. not to follow him. You get old, man. You get old, man. I told him You got to get old, man. You got to check your backseat in your car. Make sure you don't leave nothing no, no, in your no. car, I'm man. Because you this, get old, bro. All of this stuff moves too fast, <laughs> and I really don't care about none of it, is what I'm simply trying to tell you. Okay? Kodak needs to chill out. Yes, he does. Period. And, and, Period. And, and Southside, right. if you really want him to suck it, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your room Don't tell him to get out of jail. Tell him to stay right where he's at. Absolutely. Goodness gracious. All right. Charlamagne! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Speaking of sucking. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Relax. Everybody <laughs> relax. Where are you going with this? There's a pastor in Linden, New Jersey, who needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. And always remember, semen does rhyme with demon. Let's talk about it. Oh, are we going to play a game after? No, we not. <laughs> not that type of game. I mean, guess what race this is. I mean, you, you know, oh, you're, definitely you're, you're, kinky, I was like, you're a kinky freak. No, your, segue, your segue was just horrible. Just <laughs> just, you can't do that. You're I feel like I should step out for exactly. you guys. How does that not sound, Yee? Get together. I'm not supposed to take that the wrong way? This guy's crazy. Did you say yes? <laughs> he, no. He did uh, say yes. He did say, let's play a game. All right. Don't get a day's up next. is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang. Don't get other Charlemagne. You are Donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Oh. Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, Donkey of the Day for Monday, July 29th, goes to a pastor in Linden, New Jersey, named Reverend Dr. William Weaver. He is a 69-year-old Presbyterian minister who is being accused of sexual assault. He was accused of sexually assaulting three male members of the church. Now, we couldn't find a news report for this situation, so I will be referencing Yahoo News when it comes to this story. I just have to tell you what happened, all right? Dr. William Weaver was accused of sexual assault. Now, what kind of sexual assault? How is this pastor convincing these young men to give him some action? Well... Dr. William Weaver was telling these young men, and I'm quoting Yahoo News, and I'm quoting the uh, actual criminal report, uh, he needed to suck the demons out of their bodies. Yes, Dr. William Weaver is said to have performed oral sex acts on the men under the guise of exercising evil spirits. Reverend Dr. William Weaver ordered his victims to place angel coins on their head. I don't even know what that is. Mm. What is an angel coin? Mm -hmm. All right? Some people give you a penny for your thoughts. Dr. William Weaver gives you a penny for your penis. 
After placing the angel coin on your head, he put balance stones on their hands. I have no idea what balance stones are. And I have no idea why they have to be placed on these young men's hands before he gets to work extracting demons through semen. But this is what the reverend did. Now, it's not lost on me that semen rhymes with demon, but that has nothing to do with anything, okay? I am so sick of people using the word of God for their own criminal desires. Now, when you're young, back in the day, you say a lot of wild things to convince a person to have sex with you, okay? I've tried to convince plenty of women in my younger days to just let me eat them out, all right? But I wasn't, you know, tasting them for any particular reason other than I hope it felt good to them and they would let me hit. But I'm sitting here thinking, would that have worked if I told a woman you have a lot of demons in you? Let me suck them out, okay? I have a lot of questions. Well, really not a lot, just two. One, does Reverend William Weaver swallow a spit? Because if he swallows, isn't he then putting what? the demons in him? Second question, Dr. Reverend William Weaver, does he not have his own demons that he wants removed? Is this semen demon sucking thing a one-way street? Because I would think that if I was the Reverend, I would say, let me suck your demons out, and once I get your demons out, you do me. And if, even if you tell the person that you're doing it to that you don't have demons, you know, you can still, you know, I can still fill you with this whitish, grayish, jellyish Holy Spirit. I'm just saying. Now, the Reverend has been sucking off people in the name of Scripture since 1999. And the four accusers have now filed a civil lawsuit. Uh, one of these young men said, Dr. Weaver had lifted my head up and looked into my eyes and said, you don't have to be afraid anymore. I'm your protector now. He then kissed the man. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how much do these members of the church who are getting sucked off, how much do they know about the Bible? Because you can't tell me you're sucking demons out of me when the act of sucking demons out of me, according to the Bible, is a sin. Okay, whether it's the scriptures about men and men being an abomination or just the fact you have, you are having sexual acts before marriage, those are all sins according to the Bible, okay? Did any of you question the pastor about that? I don't even know how old these young men were when this stuff was happening. Not to mention how bad... Do the members of the church think they are? How evil do you think you are that you need the pastor to perform fellatio on you to get the demons out? Uh, do I have to tell you that none of this has to do with God? I don't have to say that to no, nobody, right? Hey, we, we all know this has nothing to do with God, right? Okay. I don't have anything more to say about this other than when does this man's jail sentence start? And the fact that he's 69 years old... I think it's the perfect age to start right now for the crimes that he's guilty of. And it's a perfect place to get some demons. There you go. <laughs> There's a lot of people in prison that need <laughs> demons sucked out of them. My you All can right? do that work from behind bars. Please give Dr. Reverend William Weaver the biggest he huh? It's a true story. I didn't make any of this up, by the way. Not a not a drop of it. Mm. So we're not gonna play a game? Oh, you do we really need to play a game? Well, why not? Let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! All right. Now, Dr. Reverend William Weaver, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a difficult one. Because we're not going to act like black pastors ain't out there sucking people off, too. Now, <laughs> now I know Dr. who it is. Now I know who it is. Can you just tell me? No, I didn't. You said we're going to act like black. Oh, okay, okay. There's more than two races, Envy. Okay, good. <laughs> Dr. Reverend William Weaver is his name. Church, Linden, New Jersey. Telling uh, members of the church he has to suck the demons out of them. He has to get the demons out of them through their semen. Angeli, guess what race it is? I'm going to have to say that is a Caucasian man. Okay. okay. That's what I want to know. Did he shake it off? Did he swallow? <laughs> what did he do? Listen, Envy, Listen you mean? Dr. William Weaver, 
69 years old, Presbyterian minister, Linden, New Jersey, sucking young men off, sucking the demons out of their bodies. Guess what race it is? White. Now, I want to know why y'all think this is a white person. <laughs> well, I don't think that a, uh, if he was black, he would have wanted to even put it out there that he wants to suck demons out of you. He probably would have come up with something different. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. something different. Tricking off on him, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, both of you guys are right. <laughs> okay. uh, Dr. William Weaver is absolutely a Caucasian man. <laughs> and, um, we don't play when it comes to demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes, indeed. All right. Hey, penis to do that to you, man. What? I have no idea what that was. 800-585-1051. I didn't even say that. Okay. Everybody, they're looking right at me. They, they saw my lips didn't move. So I don't know why y'all even said right. like that. Now, we're asking... What are some of the creative or strange things you've done to make money? <laughs> That's the best you can come out with. That's the best question you got out of that wow. topic. <laughs> That's nothing huh? to do with that topic. Oh. That's oh okay. That just came from <laughs> Angelique's like, topic. I do to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> now, Angelique, where's this topic coming from? Well, I had posted this on social media over the weekend. There's a 68-year-old dominatrix. She's in the U.K., and she charges men $150 to clean her house, $150 an hour to clean her house. And she's making plenty of money. Now, what I realized is when I posted the story, I put goals, and I got in my DMs so many guys offering me money to let them clean my house. And I was like, what a creative way to make money. If I was younger and I was broke, I might have, you know, charged some money to let you come over and clean my house. So she's charging people. To come to her house and clean? Yes, $150 an hour. So they just want to be around her, basically. She's a dominatrix, so they like to be humiliated and forced to do things. And she doesn't have sex with them or anything. As a matter of fact, they're only allowed to do foot worship, nothing above the ankle. So as they're cleaning their house, the they also are allowed worship? to worship her feet. Just lick her toes? You don't know anything about dominatrixes? Nope. No. Yeah, so... Other than they beat people up. They don't beat people up, but what they do is they punish you and then you get a reward, but you are never allowed to have any type of sex or kissing or nothing like that so with your dominatrix. They basically humiliate you. People can pay me to clean my house? Yes. They'll pay you. Okay. So I that. thought, and a lot of women were in my comments like, what a creative, innovative way to make some money. And I think this is actually going to spark a lot of people to uh, do something like this. Okay. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What are some creative or strange things you've done to make some money? Strange things for some change. All right. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about some creative or strange things you've done to make money. Now, this story came from where, Yee? Uh, Mr. Sophia. She's a dominatrix. She's 68 years old, and she charges men $150 to clean her apartment because she's a dominatrix. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Yee, did you do anything strange or creative to make some money? Um, Creative and strange. I've always had a job, so I never had to do anything like as a consultant that was strange at all. Although that sounds really appealing. What? What Mr. Oh, Sophia hire does. Somebody? What about no, no, no. You don't hire them. They pay you. Oh, that's what I mean. And that is kind of crazy. Now, what about you, Charlamagne? 
I've always hustled, man. I recycled cans when I was a kid. I cut the grass, you know what I'm saying? I worked at temp jobs. I sold crack. I worked at Taco Bell. I worked at a, a, a telemarketing agency. I worked at Demo in the Mall. I've always hustled, so I've never had to do anything strange, you know what I'm saying, to make a little bit of change. I mean, I guess selling crack is strange, but, you know, other than that, no. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. I mean, I sold mixtapes. I did, uh, you know, I worked at the U.S. Open. I did telemarketing. I, we didn't yeah, have every, any We didn't have any creative yeah, jobs, huh? Nah, nah, yeah, nah. every time I tried to do something out of the normal, it didn't work, like breaking yeah. people's houses. You know, you steal a safe. That's not normal, the by the way. Yeah, that's not normal either, bro. Well, I didn't say it. I said it was normal. No, I said every time I tried to do something out of the ordinary. Oh, out of the ordinary. Okay. Yeah, it never worked for me. I never did anything screen. I just always realized that, you know, just working is the best way to make some cash. Shanique. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what are some creative or strange things you've done to make some money? Oh, my God. Okay, so I had this old white man, right? And <laughs> he used to like for me to do weird stuff like stand on his with my heels. Mm. Um, he paid me $500 to on him. Wow. Um, yes, like, yee. Like, these men go in, girl. Like, Girl, let me tell you, my DMs right now are crazy. One guy says that he will pay me if I watch him masturbate. How much? No, that's that's nothing. That's nothing. I had a How man much say you want to ever give no, me. He would pay me for me to let him like ejaculate on my feet. I've had a man tell me to collect some of my urine and he would drink it. Oh. I've How much? How much? How much of these guys? How much of these guys charge? How much are they giving? I mean, I got five hundred dollars to <laughs> on him. So. Wow. Um, you want me to send this guy your way? <laughs> no, I can't. I am married with a son now. Oh, okay. I definitely don't want to do any of that anymore. Did you tell your husband this stuff, though? How old is your son? <laughs> wow, what are you trying to do, Charlamagne? Well, he's still old enough to pee on somebody. <laughs> Let him do it. Look, Charlamagne, Charlamagne, I love you so much. I just want to say that I love you so much. I love much, you more. I love y'all. Now, did you, tell, did you tell your husband any of this before y'all got married? Yeah, he knew. He knew that, like, men used to want me to dominate them. I was never a dominatrix, but I would do, like, fulfill fetishes. You kind of were. And you were standing on his uh, privates with your heels. That's dominatrix yeah, with behavior. My heels. Yeah, yeah. He would, like, want me to stick the pointiest heels into his. Like, now, I will say. Crazy. Now, you know this is crazy? I used to sleep with an older woman, and she would pay me, but I didn't ask her for money. She was just taking care of me because I was her young boy, and you made me think about that just now because she used to like to wear heels and step on my lower back. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I don't know. He used, he used to tell me that, like... If she stepped on your lower back, bro, she stepped lower than that, bro. No, I wow. stepped on my lower back. Die. With high heels. Die. Okay. That didn't he, hurt? He has even... Yeah, it hurt. Offered me a thousand <laughs> to do him, y'all. Okay. How much did she pay you to step on your lower back? The, mo the most she ever paid me, she used to give me like $3,000 at a time. Like all the time. And I never, I, I wasn't doing it for really? the money. I didn't expect the money the first time we got it together. It was an added bonus. Yeah. she was. I was her little you young boy. She was doing it for like food. <laughs> she used to give me food too. She used to okay. give me Twinkies. <laughs> she used to give me Twinkies and bags of chicken and a Ziploc bag to take home. Bags she still of around? chicken. And she used to call me a car service. You was getting that paper. Is she still around? Mm-hmm. Really? She sure is. Okay. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, good morning, good morning. Hey, Marcus. Now, what did you do to make some extra money, man? Some creative, strange thing. Um, you know what? Um, I was selling flip-flops out of the clubs. That oh. makes sense. That's actually a great hustle. Yo, that's that's great. strange. I, I, went out, I went out with my homegirls, and, and I'm like, yo, why y'all always this when we all come to here? Yeah. You heard these so you, I was like, you know what? You know, it's a lot of stuff on the ground outside. Let me, let me see what I can make happen. 
And I just caught that one down the Chinatown, you know, caught the pack for like 20. So I popped them for 10. So I'll make about like about 150 for the night. That's Amen. great. Shout out to Dawn Dixon. She invented That's Flat Out Hills for That's that purpose. Hustle. Yeah, she was uh, selling those flat out heels that roll up little slippers. So when you lead a club, you're able to slide out and because no one wants to walk barefoot. Yeah, I heard somebody else had them in a vending machine too. Yeah, that, that was Dawn. That Dixon. was Dawn. Okay. Yeah. We're 800-585-1051. We're asking what are some creative or strange things you've done to make money. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Call in right now. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're asking what are some strange or creative things you've done to make money? Now, this story comes from something that Angela Yee posted. Yes, yeah, a dominatrix, Mistress Sophia. Men are paying her $150 an hour to clean her house. You know, it's crazy. I've gotten offered money before for sex, but uh, never took it. No, for real, when we went to hedonism, <laughs> when you went to hedonism in Jamaica back in the day, man, all them old people was going crazy. Them older women be like, yo, I'll pay you such and such if you sleep with me and let my husband watch, yada, yada, yada. I never did it. You never did it? Mm. No, I never did That's it. That's a cuckolding. That's a very big practice. What? It's called cuckolding. Cuckolding? Yeah, that's what, what they the call that when you get to watch, when the husband likes to watch her... His wife cheat on her. Wouldn't that be cold? Cheat on him. We can't. Well, cuck. yeah. Wouldn't that be? Why a cuck? What is a cuck? Yeah, what is I a don't cuck? Know. That's just what it's called, why, guys. Like I didn't make chicken. up the. I don't know why. I didn't make up the phrase. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Jasmine. Hello. Hey, Lou. What's your name? Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine. What's your name? Now, what did you do? Um, <laughs> you did some creative and strange things to make some money. What you do? I sold my breast milk. Oh. Oh, you sold your breast milk to who? I don't know. I don't know where it was going, but I had a nurse that was helping me nurse, and she said that there were women that couldn't produce enough milk that would pay for it. Oh, okay. I, like, okay. I didn't know if it was like a fetish thing, like a grown man buying wanted it. some breast milk. Charlamagne no, loved breast milk. I don't, I don't know where it went. I know they was paying me because I ain't <laughs> no maternity leave pay, so how, it's all good. How much do you get for, like, you know, give us an example? Uh, how much? Okay, so for every eight ounces, I got $20. So oh, not bad. Wow. That's yeah. not a bad hustle either, though, because it's your milk. Oh, yeah. Well, so, thank you, mama. Yeah, it was straight. John, John. What's up, man? What's, what's some creative or strange things you did to make money? I had to get to a nine-year-old lady before. A, a 90-year-old, 90-year-old lady? lady? Yeah. <laughs> How much you pay you? I paid like $150. Uh, it was back when I was a little younger, though. 150 old, that's man. it? How she convinced you at yeah. 90? What did she say at 90 What did she look like, man? I didn't need the money. It wasn't as bad as you think, though. But she why, was hot. Why, how did she come to you? How did she approach you? Like, baby, I need a little favor, baby. He said she was hot. Well, well, it was. I had went and applied for a job at a little temporary reserve, you know. <laughs> and she was up there working. She was look. She looked young to be that age. <laughs> to be ninety. How, how young did 90? she look, bro? How, long, how young did she look? Eighty. <laughs> you said what? How, how young did she look? Well, she could go for like sixty-five. <laughs> now, what? Now, old white lady. So you talking like 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 Cicely Tyson, beautiful? Because Cicely Tyson is up in Cicely Tyson ninety-four, and she's a beautiful woman. So she was in that vein, is what you're saying? Well, I wish she was black, but she wasn't black. Uh, she was oh, you disgusting! So you now, what did you? Mayonnaise. What did you do? You just had regular oh. missionary sex? No, he just gave no, a. No, I ain't. I didn't. I, she couldn't. Well, she couldn't handle it right there. So I just had to give her. You know, just do that. And it was over. She asked you to do it? Yes, he yeah, paid her. What did she say? You got to tell me her exact verbiage. What did she say to you, young boy? 
Well, we got to talk, and I really came in her because I was trying to get some money. I already know what she was on. How did you figure so, that out? How yeah? Did she have ditches? Did, did she have on her teeth? That's a gift I got. So y'all tried y'all tried to have sex, but she couldn't handle it because you know at ninety four it don't work the same. Nah, nah, she she just couldn't handle it. I was a little mm. too rough for it. She did. did? She, yeah. <laughs> did she take out her teeth and perform oral on you? Oh man. Yes, she did. Oh, oh I you're knew disgusting, it. man. <laughs> is she, John, you're disgusting. Is she bro. dead now? Yes, I'm sure. I, I'm pretty sure she is. I mean, I'm 32 now, so. Okay. How did it feel with, with those gums rubbing on you? Stop, don't oh, talk my. about a dead woman like that. Yeah. What a mess. Oh, man. Did you, did you, <laughs> man? <laughs> yeah, but I ain't in it, though. I would like for you she to know. She was real good, man. I think she did it before a lot. A lot. I uh, yeah, she was 90. That wasn't her first rodeo, sir. John, John, you disgusted, oh man. Gosh. I think you're going to heaven. I think that act alone uh, got you into heaven, my brother. I'm not going to hey, lie no to you. Hey, no judgment, guys. Yeah, I had to do a favor. You know, give us something grateful. She left out of here. Man. You, you made somebody's great-grandma's day. <laughs> John, John, just one last question. Did, did you eat the booty, John, John? Hell no. <laughs> oh, that's a hell no, nah, right? But you who did you, everything else. Who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, John John. What's the moral of this story, the man? Nerve. I don't know. <laughs> There's no moral of the story. It's just that uh there's some some people out here doing some strange things for some change out here in these streets, bro, bro. Goodness gracious. I'm All right. They're trying to think what that 90 year old poem poem would be like. That's you still thinking about that? Yeah, it gotta be guys out there with those kind of fetishes that only want to sleep they with do. old they ass have a whole women, right? Category for it. What's that called? I think it's called golden something. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold golden on. era porn? What is that? Uh, Lord have mercy, boy. <laughs> Man. Oh, my goodness. You got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Jennifer Lopez and a new role that she is actually going to be taking on. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Beehive, drama's at it again. No, oh, my stop goodness. It. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Why your scarf is so mad? Are you okay? Drum be so amped when the mic's off. He's lying. Have you posted a picture since? Yes. He had it again. Let me go to his picture and put us some. Stop some, it. Uh, no, stop. He just some, looked. He just bees. looked me in the eyes and said, "You know why Drake is so hot?" No. And then that was followed by nothing. Something about not knowing who Sean Carter is. No. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there, guys. Really? He did put that. Out there. that up, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm definitely gonna put a B on this one. We have just left him alone. Okay, just so you know. All right, morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Happy Monday. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk uh, Nicki Minaj. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Chance, the rapper's album is here. Did you guys have a chance to listen to it yet? I did. I heard the about... The Big Day. It's Ten very songs. Long. It's 26 songs, right? It's too long. It's, lo it's longer than Wendy Williams' legs. <laughs> it's way too long. <laughs> that was weird. All right, well, Nicki Minaj is on the album, on <laughs> and she's talking about walking down the aisle. I met my husband when I was 17 out in Queens. If you love it, let it go. Now I know what that means. While he was up north for a body, I body everybody and got known for my body. My husband home now. He declined to my body. About to walk down the aisle and be a mommy. Okay, so I heard that record. She that's a cool record. Definitely feels like it's ready. It's time for her to get married and have babies and all of that. As long as she's happy. My favorite record on Chance's album is called uh, Eternal, and he talks about how, you know, what, what side chicks can't do for a, a woman. You know, side chicks can't do what the main guy can. I like that record a lot. It's a, it's a faithful black male anthem. But the album is too long. The album should have been twelve. It's very long. If it had been 12 songs, he'd have had a great project. He got 22 songs, and it's all over the place, and it's leaving room for people to say things like they don't like Chance's album, which I don't agree with. I just think that it should have been much shorter. 
And then Nicki Minaj also was on Queen Radio, and she was talking about not... Uh, she was addressing people that hate on her man because of his past. And she said when a person is with someone that loved them before they had a dime in their pocket, because she met him when he, she was a teenager growing up in Queens, she mm-hmm. said, how do you not understand it? How do you not understand happiness versus clout? How effing dare you talk about lowering standards? So she's making sure y'all know that it's something real and that he knew her even before all of this fame and when she was Onika and he still calls her Onika. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Her man is thorough. Absolutely positively thorough. He's from that Queens cloth back in the day where they really stood up for something. So he's really thorough. And they, they knew each other a long, long time. Now, yeah, so we'll see what happens. He said, she put on Twitter, he won't even say the word Nikki. He has called me Onika since I was 15. So it's hard to change that. I wouldn't date anyone because I'm about to be married to my soulmate. That's beautiful. Congratulations. Yeah, so congratulations to her. Absolutely. All right, now Jeezy has announced the release date for his final album, TM104. It's going to be released uh, next month, so that's going to be August 23rd. It's available for pre-order now if you go to jeezyshop.com. And Rick Ross says that he put Lil Wayne and Pusha T on the song together, and they didn't even know about it. You know, what I did was I put together a record without either one of them knowing because I feel like, you know, we will put this behind us one day. The real question is, is the time now? And it may not be the right time for that. We'll have to see August 9th. Nah, I don't that, know if that was a nice. small that's, decision. That's not fair. Nah, not at all. <laughs> if you know two people got an issue with each other, shouldn't you let them know beforehand that you're trying to get them on a song Absolutely. together? Absolutely. Especially those two guys. Let They've me been get throwing a verse. shots let me get a verse. for years. <laughs> They've been throwing shots for years yeah, at each you other. you can't do that. All right, now Big Sean, as you know, has put out a couple of new songs now, and he also went on social media, because today Iko is singing on the single again, and he said that he uh, has unconditional love for her, so... He answered some questions on social media when asked if she was singing in the background. He said, yeah, and she sounds amazing. And he also said, I appreciate you supporting me on this one. And I want to just say I love you unconditionally. You amazing, talented, every song we do, special to me. People going to say whatever, but it is what it is. I could have texted you this, I know, but I want people to know I appreciate you. It's amazing what people get out of records because people hear that record and they hear him talking about Janae Eichel or hear Janae Eichel here singing on the song. I hear that record and I love the verse about Mental health, you know, what What have you done for yourself? What have you done for your mental health? I even tried the drugs and they didn't help. Like, those are the lines that stand out to me in that single again record. But- well, looks like Max B will be coming home soon. His sentence has been reduced. First, it was 75 years. Now, it's been reduced to 12 so years. So, Donald Trump is helping ASAP Rocky and helping Max B? Uh, he didn't say nothing about Donald Trump uh. participating in that. And Jennifer Lopez will be, paying, will be playing Griselda Blanco in The Godmother. So, that should be interesting. And Michael Blanco, who is Griselda Blanco's son, confirmed the news on Instagram and said, so happy to hear this is going to happen finally. J-Lo is una patrona, it's only right. She plays my mother, the late, great Griselda. So congrats to her. And congrats to Christina Milian, who announced that she is pregnant, having a baby with her boyfriend, Matt Pacora. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now. It's a Monday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, let me shout out to everybody in the Carolinas again. We really, really uh, appreciate everybody in the Carolinas. We did our seminars in South Carolina and North Carolina. Had over 1,000 people out there. Just talked about real estate and investing, how to get into it. Had credit repair people there, had uh, lenders there, 
had agents, had attorneys, just to help people get started. And if you wanted to talk to any of those people, there is no fee. There is no upcharge. There's none of that. You get to talk to those people. Just trying to get the community started. If they don't know about real estate and investing, just to try to put that in their mind. So we had over a 1,000 people. So shout out to everybody that came out. I had such a great time in South Carolina and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, next month, I'm in L.A., doing the same thing, and then uh, I'm back on the East Coast. I'm doing Jersey in September. We'll be doing a ride-along, and I'm going to take people through a couple of properties and so they can actually see, touch, and ask as many questions as possible. Yeah, salute to everybody in Montreal. I was in Montreal this past Saturday. Um, my man, Ferry Linder, and Influence.org, they had a uh, just, a just a great conversation, a summit about you know mental health and just coming together and discussing that. So salute to everybody who came out in Montreal this weekend. And my run club, Angela Yee, run with Yee. That was a really fun time. I stayed in New York this weekend because I knew I had this running thing to do on Sunday morning. The next one's going to be August 25th. And it was great. I love when people come out and they've never run before. It's their first time. People trying to get back in shape. And then in addition to that, there's people on all different levels, people who run all the time, people who have done marathons. But it's good to see everybody come out and socialize and get together and run and be outside and do something active instead of being in the house watching TV on social media. Absolutely. I'm going to try to make your next run. You said you already said you can't make it. You said you'll be in oh, that's LA. Right. The next the one after that. The one and after that. Shout out to August. Neil, the blind runner. He always calls up here, and I actually did get a chance to meet him. He came out as well. All right. Well, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, yeah, you going to be in Detroit? Yes, I'm actually heading out to Detroit now. Tonight, we have a seat at the table dinner, so I'll be there for that conversation. And then tomorrow and Wednesday is the Democratic National Convention. You'll get to see the debates, so I'll be out there for that. And I also have a fireside chat with Google tomorrow. All that information I have posted in case you want to come to anything. So I'll be in Detroit all week Friday. I also have an appearance, and I'll be out there with Asian corned beef, so that'll be fun. Okay. All right. Now you got a positive note? Yes, man. I just want to tell everybody, if you believe the phrase, you are what you think, then life truly stems from your thoughts. But you cannot rely purely on your thoughts. You must translate thoughts into words and eventually into actions in order to manifest your intentions. Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done?